What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. To We're the back! <laughs> Wrestling podcast. Who saw that one coming? Back for a special, special occasion. Yeah, you are. Yeah, uh, you bet we are. How about that? Sam, yeah. how are you doing today? Good to see you. I'm good. I'm really good. Yeah, how what are you up to? Yeah. Uh, training. Oh. Um, yeah, getting ready for all kinds of wrestling competitions. And uh, yeah, watch PIAAs last weekend. And wrestling is always on my mind. And so um, this Rudis match coming up, talked to Mason Beckman and uh, decided we'd plan to uh, to talk about this a little bit. So excited for the Rudis card. Dude, it's going to be dirty, bro. So tomorrow night, Sammy, do you know what time? I don't. Do you? I was told six, but uh, I can't double check it. I've looked for it, but I haven't really seen it. Well, so. tomorrow night in Las Vegas, Rudis super match. Okay, hold on. Did you say Las Vegas? Is that Try not again. where it is? Detroit, Michigan, 6.30 p.m. Oh, it's, I don't it's know why like, I said Las Vegas. Yeah, it's for people who are NCAs. It's the Wednesday. Yeah, and also so, we would not be allowed to go there because it's 21 and older. Um, so To the Rudis card? Yeah, that that's like what the whole thing is like they they can't have minors in there. That's that's terrifying. Okay, I know it's um, a little a little disappointing, but um, right now actually the press conference is going on, I believe. And um, dude, so I am so don't stoked watch us, for this. watch the press conference. Poor timing on our part. <laughs> you can watch right. this afterwards. Well, like we have a choice. Ah, it's all right. Um, but yeah, we are super excited to, we're going to go and give a little preview of some of the matches that are coming this weekend, um, or rather Wednesday. And I mean, honestly, like I'm just stoked that card wrestling is back. It's a great yeah, way for, too. um, for athletes to like put themselves out there, get paid, you know, really easy to consume form of, of wrestling content. I think part of the problem with, as a fan, like when you're trying to fi- follow a tournament, it is, it can either be like everything happening all at once or you have like you watch like a couple matches and you take a couple hour break you watch a couple of matches right. you take a couple hour break um or you'll have like at PIAA's like dude like during the quarters and semifinals how many matches are going on of like top ranked individuals wrestling or, or even NCAA's like you can't watch it all at once um whereas exactly. a super match you are getting the highest quality of opponents you know back to back to back it's as if it were any other you know uh performance or events it's it's really entertaining and i'm very excited to see um rudis put this on i mean this is the first one they've ever done and um i think I, no doubt- I think duels and cards are the best environment for wrestling matches to be watched by fans you agree yeah it's um i i think so i i mean i've definitely been in some crazy dual meet environments and uh, I've been in some crazy like arena tournament settings as well. Um, right. But well, definitely like the one so. match at a time makes it a lot more consumable for the, your, right. your average viewer. Um, and that's what I'm thinking there. So, and I, honestly, I mean, they definitely struck gold with this super match and especially with the lineup that they have. Um, Sammy, do you have it pulled up or you want me to read it read off? It off. You know what? I'll go ahead and read it off. I just lost you there, my friend. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, go ahead. I was just gonna ask if you were if you wanted to read off the the rudest card. Is all you? you. Okay, yeah. So headlining the card, we have uh, Kyle Snyder versus Jaden Cox, followed by. Oh, I don't. Uh, this is probably not the order, but 
uh, Sarah Hildebrandt, Seth, uh, Ronnie Heaton Gross, um, Rutherford versus Green, Oliver Pantelio, Martinez versus Daringer, Martin versus Hall, Merica versus Bruntill, <laughs> Moore versus Jackson, Blaze versus Francis, White versus Desi, Henderson versus Gross, Golston versus Shilson, McFadden versus Feinsilver, Henson versus Garvin, and Mendez versus Swiderski. Dude. <laughs> That's really good. Here's the, the coolest thing is like they so the first car, match they announced was Snyder versus Cox, and then it just kept getting like they just kept getting amazing matches. It wasn't when like you start when you start with something like that though. That's uh, it's a hard, it's a tough, <laughs> yeah, it's a tough act to follow, so to speak. Right. But like every single dude, like Henderson versus Gross is like the ninth match on this list, and that's in that's unbelievable. I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, Henderson versus Gross. That is such a good match. Isn't that isn't that exciting? I mean, yeah, we can get to it, but like it's it's hard to imagine that like like if Gross and Cologne can put up like sixty points in three matches or something, like Henderson versus Gross is probably going to be similar caliber, mm-hmm. uh, no doubt. So, yeah, March sixteenth, Detroit, Michigan. That's tomorrow. <laughs> it's exciting, it uh, and yeah. Well, where do you want to start, Sam? You want to start kind of at the bottom, work our way up? Yeah, let's start at the first match, Swiderski versus uh, Mendez. Oh, well, um, I'm going to be – I am probably I actually want to refrain my picks here for the high school matches because I am a high school athlete, and, yeah, yeah that's what I want to do. Makes sense. Um, it makes but if you have any sense. thoughts on this, I mean, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, we can kind of run through these high school matches super fast because, yeah, those are – you know, uh, especially you, these are kind of your competitors here. So um, it'd be kind of weird to be talking about them. But uh, exactly. I really like this matchup, mendez Swiderski. It's obviously a, uh, a rematch from Flow Wrestling's Who's Number One, which we're going to get a couple of those um, where Swiderski took it. But, I mean, to me, Mendez, to me, Mendez is a better wrestler here. He's been on a mission since that loss. I think it kind of caught him off guard. And, uh, honestly, I love both these guys' mindsets. They are uh, – They'll wrestle anyone, anywhere, anytime, and I love that. I love that mindset, and um, especially, like, Mendez being on top of the world. He's, like, pound for pound number one, takes a loss at his number one. You know, he wants to wrestle that guy again and wants yeah. to stay after it, and, uh, you know, he always puts it all on the line. So I think this could be a super, super fun match, uh, and a rematch is always fun. Um, so obviously it's, like, one versus two, two of the best high school wrestlers in the country. I say, uh, I say, Mendez takes it, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Um, uh, and then, moving, moving yeah. forward, you got Henson and Garvin. Um, this one is really good. I, I love Caleb Henson. Uh, I've grown up wrestling with him on teams, uh, and with Team Minion, and just wrestling in the South. So, um, I'm super excited for him to be getting all this attention, doing so well on the on the big stage. Um, obviously, he won. He won Fargo. The, this year and then Hunter Garvin, who is in who's number one, uh wrestled Jackson Arrington, I believe. He's from that Iowa, two time state champ. Um yeah, so do you know are the weights posted for this match or or what? Yeah, uh uh Mendez and Swiderski are at forty five, Garvin and Henson are at fifty two. Okay. That's cool. Um I like those. Which is actually exactly what I weigh. Right. So, so whatever. So um, this is like really all you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I, I'm very excited to see those. Ma- I mean, like, dude, like those high school matches, like headline any high school card. 
and they're like the the star starter matches pretty much um really i mean dude it's gonna be a great night of wrestling so uh moving on to uh we got mcfadden versus fine silver mcfadden training out of the prtc he's at one of the assistant coaches for drexel um and then fine silver i is he still out of duke or are they at um the southeast rtc i'm not sure yeah i think i last i man i this is poor journalism because we're not really on top of that um but i mean fine silver and mcfadden both extremely um seasoned athletes in their own right at ncaa's i mean fine uh mcfadden was a four-time ncaa all-american um, and fine silver, uh, m- met multiple time all American as well. Um, and I did just lost what I had pulled up. Um, I don't know if these guys have ever wrestled each other before. Sammy, are you aware? Um, I'm not, no, I'm not sure. And I'm disconnected right now for a second. So, um, sorry, right. figure out what's... I'll keep it going. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I have, I think that, that, uh, McFadden's the more seasoned athlete here. I mean, beating guys such as like Vincenzo Joseph in freestyle matches, um, you know, competing overseas recently. Um, also, you know, I know he's being trained by Brandon Slay and, and teammates with Jordan Burroughs. Um, I have a lot of faith in all, right? Oh, no, <laughs> listen, you know, I have right. a lot of faith in that, uh, in, in Mr. McFadden to go get the job done. Um, what about you, Sammy? What are you thinking? I'm with you, honestly. Um, obviously, Fine Silver's getting to wrestle on some pretty, pretty dang big stages with Israel, and uh, you know I think he's got the skill set, and he could beat McFadden, but I think McFadden's just at a higher place, uh, a higher level of training, higher level of competition lately, and um, yeah, I think it's it's really all him this one. Woohoo! Go Philly! <laughs> um, yeah. Go Quakers! Go Quakers, bro. Well, I, I, the Drexels, Drexels are the dragons, I believe. Um, That's cool. Sammy, our next match, you want to take it? Um, I'm also, I'm still like, my computer's frozen up. So all I can do basically is talk. Right <sighs> Amateur now, so. hour over here. Uh, we got Aaron Goldson yeah, versus Emily well. Shilson. Um, both of these ladies, extremely, extremely talented. Um, I, I believe a couple world medals between the, the two of them. Um, I have no, I, Sammy, do you know if they've hit or something or competed against each other in recent events? I really don't think so. Um, you know, we, there's lots of, um, I mean, Shilson has just won world titles at every level, I yeah. think, except senior. Yeah. And then, and I know Goldson is, is a similar caliber athlete. Um, you know, I guess for me, I'm going to have to go with Shilson here. Um, you know, she's a name that I'm more familiar with. And, um, I think her body of work speaks for herself, you know, like you said, multiple world medals, um, at every age group. And that's, that's not something a lot of these athletes can say. Um, and especially, I mean, (laughs) how much is 50 kilograms? Cause that's what they're competing at. That's like 50 kilograms, like 111 pounds, (laughs) just about. Yeah, that's uh, that's my ballpark right there. Um, who are you picking here? Uh, I'm with you, Emily Shilson. She's uh, she's proved it on every level. I mean, I don't think Golson's made a senior team ever. Never won a world gold medal uh, at any level, and uh, and Shilson has. And so Golson has a really um, good opportunity. Kind of got to give the edge yeah. to her. 
Golsan really has a good opportunity here to knock over, you know, take out someone of that caliber, and, and that's really, really good. Name. Yes, and and that I mean that'll be good for for everyone else too to like continue to uh, to understand like more of the depth here at these weights in our women's. Um, so moving on, Evan Henderson versus Seth Gross. We've actually we've had both these guys on our podcast. Um, we have. I interviewed Evan Henderson. Seth Gross has. He's helped us out a lot over the years. Um, we interviewed him too a dude. long, long time ago. He's like our oh, one of our. Oh, uh, you're back. It's good to see you. I'm back, but it's still freezing up. I'm just lucky to have a camera. You're a lucky um, guy. Yeah. So, man, I don't even really know where to start, uh, <laughs> dude. So Seth Gross right now is he had been competing at 57 for the Olympics, and I it looks like this match is at 65. So. Right off the bat, it's going to be really interesting to see how Seth competes at a heavier weight class. I mean, he has been he's been extremely competitive at fifty seven, um, but we also know that right. he gets really big too. <laughs> like, like to make make that one twenty five and a half pounds, like that's ridiculous. That's so much for him. Um, yeah, so no I think I'm anxious to see how he can compete up there against a more you know a bigger. Uh, competitor and Evan Henderson, but I mean, like I said earlier, they're both <laughs> the the potential for high scores here in this match is just on un- pretty unmatched. Uh, looking at the whole card, I mean, Evan Henderson, big throws, w- honestly dangerous in almost all positions, big four potential. Whereas, uh, you know, Seth Gross, like similar caliber, excellent on top. Um, but what's different is that he can, you know, he he's not afraid to to continue rolling with a um, someone who's thrown up a lot of points. I mean, like when he wrestles Joe Cologne, like I said earlier, like 20, 25 points on the board routinely. Yeah. I mean, what was the one card? The beat the streets card beat that the they streets. wrestle, and it was like sixteen to eighteen to, or something. Yeah, it was like it was it was nutty, multiple lead changes, and um, you know, so I I'm. I have no reason not to believe that it's going to be a similar, uh, <laughs> similar bout here tomorrow night. Um, I just because they're at different weight classes, I don't really know if I can make a an effective pick. But I think I would yeah. argue. I think I'd go with Henderson just because he's more established at sixty five kilograms, and we kind of know what we're going to get right. with him. Um, I'm just for the fun of it. I'm going to go Seth Gross. It's his birthday today, which is kind of. I cool. mean, Seth Gross, happy birthday. We're yeah. your biggest fans, um, even though I'm not going to Wisconsin, but love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. I have the next match pulled up here, even though Sam has disappeared. Um, we have Derek White versus Amar Desi. Um, both of these guys, all Americans uh, in NCAA. White, who made an NCAA final, fell to Anthony Kassar there. Uh, both of these guys have been uh, competitive on the senior level. I mean, you know, at 125, you're you're kind of behind names like Gable and and Gwiz and uh, and Mason Paris, um, but both of these guys are are pretty established on the ladder. Um, in my eyes, it's hard to not pick Derek White because I, I believe that White has more uh, athletic offense that he he's more consistently able to get to. Um, you know, I I think that. I well, I'll just say I'm not a heavyweight wrestler, um, but the trend over the last five, ten years has definitely played more towards athletic, 
heavyweights, um, you know, guys who are able to to move and change level quickly. I mean, both of these guys are really big dudes, um, but I've just seen a lot more of that athleticism out of out of Derek White, um, and so I I'm personally going to pick White here in this match. Uh, Sammy, are you still there? Awesome. Uh, solo show right now, Jude Swisher. So um, we're going to move right on to our next match, 97 kilograms, Colin Moore versus Nate Jackson. Colin Moore training out of um, Ohio State. He's a Buckeye. Um, Nate Jackson right now out of the NJRTC. Um, I mean, I don't – I, I want to say these guys have wrestled. Forgive me if I've uh, if I'm not remembering – but um, you know they've got they've got pretty different styles. I mean, Nate Jackson has these large, big cram doubles, and he goes and he like he has outside level changes, and he can get to legs really quickly from a lot of space, um, and with the ability to get through and up, you know, up and through his opponents, um, you know, with big four potential. He had a really close match with Jaden Cox in a in the flow card they wrestled at. Um, I want to say a couple months ago, so. You know, Nate Jackson, he's beaten Mark Hall. He's, you know, competed for the the World Olympic Team Trials, like really established guy. Um, On the other hand, you have Colin Moore, you know, uh, uh, unbelievable athlete at the um, the NCAA levels, transitioned into, you know, college comp or rather senior level competition extremely well, you know, and he's, I mean, he's been kicking butt. He has an excellent fireman's carry outside dump. Um, you know, I, it's hard to imagine that his path forward, um, against Jackson doesn't involve some sort of get your hands on the guy, move your hands, move your feet, get close in, um, you know, try to limit that athletic, that athletic gap between them. You know, something I think about in my own wrestling is I am not a necessarily fast and, uh, you know, I, I don't have a lot of. Uh, potential to travel large distances very quickly is um man like when I wrestle a kid like that I gotta get my hands on him you know that that evens the playing field athletically um so you know I think Colin Moore when he's wrestling Jackson like the more you can be in close be in your ties looking for your outside dump and your fireman's carry um I think that is really gonna where you're gonna shine here (sighs) As far as a pick, I, I honestly, um, I don't know. I think like if either of them get to there where they're good, it's going to be, it's going to play into their strengths. If Colin Moore is effectively able to, you know, level the playing field athletically against Jackson, then he'll be able to, um, I think he, he can find a path to victory there. And whereas Jackson, like you can, you can, uh, keep distance, keep space, get, Kit Colin Moore biting on your face. I think you, you have a excellent path to victory there as well. Um, I'm gonna pick Colin Moore. Um, uh actually, I don't <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe I'll go, I, I'll pick Jackson just because he's a little more established on the senior level. We've seen him compete at a really, really uh against high levels of competition, you know, with wins over guys like Mark Hall and close matches with Jaden Cox. Um but again, I think this is a really toss-up. And this speaks to the the depth on the card. Like, you know, this is not a marquee matchup. And it is still, like, some of the best wrestlers in America, you know, in, in the world, <laughs> um, you know, competing at a really high balanced level. Um, and it only speaks to the quality of the, the event itself. Um, so moving on a little bit further, uh, 
Miles Martin versus Mark Hall. Holy smokes. Uh, the Both of these guys are NCAA champions, multiple NCAA finals appearances out of these guys. Uh, Mark Hall, you know, in gearing up for 2021 Tokyo appearance, was unable to um, qualify for the Olympic team trials. He fell to Nate Jackson in the um, in the last chance qualifier there, whereas uh, Miles Martin, you know, performed very well at the the Olympic team trials. Was uh, you know, at 86. However, it's just it's just hard. <laughs> I mean, you're behind a guy like David Taylor, Bo Nickel. Like, it's it's going to be hard to make up those gains. Um, Martin, I believe, training out of the uh, OSU RTC, or rather Ohio or Buckeyes RTC, um, and Mark Hall training out of. Uh, you know, a little place like that. So PRTC strong. Um, I have faith that Mark is going to get it done here. He's moving. He's growing more into the weight class. I think that when we saw him compete at, um, at uh, trials, you know, he was still a little undersized, you know, um, whereas now he's had a full six, eight months to, to continue to grow from that experience. Um, again, more time training with Jordan Burroughs. I mean, he went with Burroughs to Worlds um, and he was his primary training partner there throughout that whole process. Um, it's hard to imagine that Mark Hall is going to be, um, you know, the, the severe underdog here in this matchup. Whereas, you know, Martin, on the other hand, is like uh, very established at this weight class. I mean, competitive with Bo, competitive with David, um, you know, and he also has, I mean, excellent training partners, excellent coaches there at Buckeye RTC. Um, you know, I personally, I'm going to take Mark Hall, uh, you know, no bias. <laughs> um, also, I know that Mark Hall throws a mean dodgeball and I'm not looking to be smoked by that. So, uh, but very excited for that matchup once again. Um, moving on. 97 kilograms. <laughs> this is a doozy, man. This is a doozy. Uh, <laughs> Imar versus Alex Derringer. <laughs> oh, geez. What? Derringer was a three-time champ. Imar was a two-time champ. I mean, five NCAA championships between the two of them. I mean, like, you know, it doesn't get much better than that. Um, Derringer has been competing at a very high level at 86. Um, Imar actually was down at 74 and now they're both kind of meeting in the middle at 79. Um, Imar has had a lot of success, you know, wrestling at this weight class, uh, at when he competed against Jordan Burroughs at, uh, at 74 back in 2018. I mean, he took him or rather 2019, he took a match, uh, from Burroughs being the first domestic American to beat him in, uh, since Kyle Dake did almost like six years earlier. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm our, is an extreme fierce competitor here. Um, he's got world-class underhooks and Sam Herring is back. Oh, goodness gracious. I just, I just freeballed for, I was listening like <laughs> four matches. I was listening. Did you, were there I'm, any uh, errors really in what I was saying? Was there anything wrong with it? No, man. I think you're good. You're, uh, I mean, you're just not the smartest, but oh, well, I, it's okay. That's well, maybe I should have been the one to get you're dropped also out. Sounding, you're also sounding very UPenn biased, <laughs> but what? I love it. No, no. Um, I skipped over a couple matches that I we can discuss more. Okay. Um, 
but kind of just recap uh henderson versus gross we don't really know what's going to happen there uh right white versus desi i picked Derek white who are you picking desi no doubt really have they competed yeah. have they wrestled before oh man i feel like there's no way they haven't but i can't think of it i wish there was a wrestle stat is there a wrestle stat for uh no. domestic freestyle competitions who do we gotta who do we gotta get on for that um i don't know man those guys are so busy i don't you're like, I don't feel like we should get on anybody about it. Yeah. I mean, no, the only people that I know are the WrestleStat guys, Dan Seifring and uh, Greg Anderson. And I have a WrestleStat shirt. Maybe I should wear that instead. I do. I wear, it, I wear it all the time. It finally fits me because it sent to me like two or three years ago. So <laughs> They sent me a large. And they're like, yeah, that's all we got. I was like, I'll take it, man. I love WrestleStat. That was right in the middle of our, uh, like our All-American duels things for like the top 10 schools i don't remember but it was yeah. like we were used i was on WrestleStat maybe six hours a day just like comparing yeah. stats it was really when I, whenever i commentate it's uh it's me using WrestleStat all the time yeah well we need one for freestyle guys sorry there okay white uh, Derek white versus mardesi you're picking Mar-Desi. Desi. i picked Derek white um well, okay Derek white hasn't like a year and a half yeah but he's a jacked human being Really yeah. strong. Desi competed in Tokyo. But Derek White, really strong. Um, <laughs> so is Desi. Let's talk about Kennedy Blades and Victoria Francis. Okay. Um, Are they the same we- weight? I feel like this is a huge size advantage for Victoria I was Francis. Gu- I was going to ask you that because I, I what, like, what weight was Francis at for, um, for trial, like Tokyo trials? Um, I don't know. Was, was this, um, Blades' weight too. Blade well, Blades made the she made the finals against um uh shoot, was it Tamara? Was it Tamara? And then um and then Kylie Welker made the finals against Adeline. She made the finals of sixty-eight kilograms. And yeah, I feel like this is going up for her. Yeah, it's interesting to see I don't even know how much that weighs. So Victoria Francis, in my opinion, did not look very good. And Victoria Francis has been wrestling uh, 76 kg. So this she, is coming she, down from Francis and she up wrestles for Adeline all the time. They're she's um they're meeting in the middle here at this weight. I guess so. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm man, going personally. Really I'm going with Francis. Advantage. Sammy, I'm going with Francis. Just. Because I think she's a more seasoned athlete. Um, Did you watch her at uh, Battle at the Ballpark by chance? I didn't watch Battle of the Bar- Bal- Battle at the Ballpark. I didn't watch any matches. You missed out. It was like straight domination for you. I was competing really- at the time, and I. Well, that's no excuse. Okay, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be. No, so Victoria Francis did not look very good. She was like one of the few American wrestlers that didn't absolutely dominate, and um, it was like a super close match. She like. Looked gassed, out of shape, and I was just kind of disappointed. And I'm starting to think that um, I'm I'm gonna pick Blades, but I mean the size advantage is what's scaring me. Yeah. Well, we've also what we did Francis wrestle at Battle of the Ballpark at. Do you know what, what weight that was? Nope. Okay, great. I we are it. awesome journalists. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> Um, let's move on to Moore versus Jackson. I already kind of talked about these guys. I'm she wrestled picking... 76. What? 
She wrestled oh, 76. Dude, how in the world is she going to be competitive four kilograms lighter? That's eight pounds. I, I think they're weighing in tonight, though. They already made weight. It's all done. That's so dumb. I hate day before weigh-ins. Um, Colin Moore versus Nate Jackson. I ha- mm. could not pick because I think these guys are both very good at what they do. That's so, really tough. Really, I like, and I think they're pretty different wrestlers because Jackson wrestles a lot from space. Moore wrestles in his ties because he's looking. You know, he's got that. That they dump. did wrestle. Who won? Uh, Colin Moore, twelve six. Okay, well, Colin Moore also just wrestled the Yasardogu and got bronze. I kind of, I think the key for this match is whoever can get to where they are the best. Mm-hmm. Like, like if Jackson is able to keep space and keep more baiting, biting on his fakes. I mean, like, there's no reason we can't see a cram double. Um, yeah. Whereas Colin, if like, if I'm Colin, I've got to get to my ties as quick as possible. Dig an underhook. You know, no doubt. that's what I'm looking for. Um. So, um, so Miracle uh, Bruntill, Dyson Gould, chiming in. I I have no idea. This. I met John Kozak no at Fargo, and I like him very much. He's a good dude, but I can't answer this. You Nor tell me. I. I'm not a rep. What do I? Am, am I a wrestling journalist or something? Like I don't know. Mm-mm, we're Clearly just wrestlers not. now. Um, we're definitely just wrestlers now. <laughs> that I will. I will not lie. <laughs> I good it at has it. Been hard, much harder for me. The more I've like poured into my own wrestling, it's been harder for me to care about other people's wrestling. If that I makes totally sense. agree. But I like when I watch wrestling, I like I don't even think as a fan much. You know, I just watch it for technique. Uh, well, I'm with you. I'm with you. So um, I kind of like it. You know, I I uh, I think our time was well spent. But slowly moving on. But like Jordan Burroughs is like one of the best broadcasters and you know, whatever. Whenever he talks on a podcast or an interview, he's really, Jordan, really good. Jordan so, is really comfortable in his own skin and he's really easy to like the way he talks is he's just very calculated with what he's gonna say. Yeah. Um, I've had the pleasure of speaking with Jordan on a couple occasions and it's just very much like you talk to him and you're like almost like absorbed. Um, it's pretty cool. So let's talk about Miracle versus Bruntill. I don't, did I don't we skip know. Over that one or... What? Did we skip did over I that skip, one? Or... I skipped over that one on accident. I jumped to Martin okay. versus Mark Hall. I got too excited. I like That's that. That's fine. Who'd you pick? Uh, that was, I that mean... was rhetorical. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me. Sam, Break down this match for me. Miracle versus Bruntill. Hmm. Where is that one? What match is that? I don't see it. Oh, yeah, this is match 11. So you skipped over Imar and Derringer. No, I was just... Look, here's the thing I'm going You're off just of. jumping around. There's You're like this thing around. here, and I'm going off of that that little thing. I just sent it to you. That's, that's fine. I mean, I, I got the matches pulled up in match order. So I'm like one step at you. Um, Imagine doing that, being prepared. Imagine that's not us. Okay. This one seems really simple to me, to be honest. It's, it's Kayla miracles world. We're all living in it. We're all <laughs> facts, bro. <laughs> We're all, I mean, there's she's, a couple, there's a couple, she's of won like a bunch of silver medals. 
Big old silver. Big silver medals. She wrestled in the Olympics for Team USA, which is a really tough thing to do. <laughs> you know? This is excellent commentary, Sammy. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's Taylor Miracle. She wrestled in on the Olympics. It was That's hard. That's hard to do. <laughs> I'm saying it's super tough to make the Olympic team, and Emma Brentil did not do that. Taylor Miracle... <laughs> Is uh is also up a weight. She's from sixty five kg, I believe. But what? Well, she wrestled sixty two. This is well. This is like I guess it's her competitive weight class then. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So I guess it's we're picking Kay- Kayla Miracle. Yes. Okay. Great. Uh, let's let's briefly. go back to Daringer Imar. No. Well, I was gonna go with Martin and Hall because I'm looking at my thing. But go ahead. Okay. Talk about your Daringer. Thing. Imar, you go first so I can make fun of you. Um, I don't know who to pick because I think these guys are both so very, very good. Um, and it's interesting because they're both good at kind of similar things. I think they're both really good at uh, at punching underhooks. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, Imar's throw by and his, his snaps from his underhook are just almost like they're world-class, um, no you know, and Daringer has an excellent outside step. He also has a beautiful fireman's carry from an overhook. So um, I kind of want to pick Imar here because I think his body of work is more robust. You know, they wrestled like a couple months ago. No. Where? Uh, World Team Trials. The winner got Burroughs. See if you can piece it together. We're doing a little deduction oh, I don't exercise. Uh, it was Daringer. Daringer won 6-1. It was like handily. Imar never even got close to scoring. Every time Daringer tried to score, he scored. What weight was and it? And then at? 79. Interesting. Hmm. I didn't watch that match. <laughs> I'm sorry. My apologies. Um, mm-hmm. It's all right. Well, I got you back. Are you picking Daringer again here? Yeah, no doubt. I think he, he might get tech. I don't even think he's going to be close. That's... You re- realize how like ridiculous that is f- for us to like just say like that. I'm, I, I'm gonna Martinez, go and be harsh. I'm gonna go and be harsh right now. Isaiah Martinez is gonna is, like. Isaiah Martinez is not good anymore. <laughs> um. Well, we'll see. We'll see here in a couple days. Daringer is like number five in the world. Daringer's pretty stinking tough. Yeah. Um, is that and then do you, is this gonna be their competitive weight for a while? Like not, both at ninety seven. Um, try again. 79 out of yeah, backwards. You You're just embarrassing me, yeah. Sam. You get me all flustered. <laughs> it's it's all right. It's all in love. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I think it's going to be decisive win for Daringer. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Papere. You there. Okay, next match. Uh, Jordan Oliver, Alec pa- Pantelio. So it's 70 kilograms. If I recall, Pantelio beat Jordan Oliver in the super bracket thing they had, right? Yep. Was that the last time they competed? Yes. It was first round. I'm a very big Alex Pante- Alec Pantelio fan. This is, that was just... December of 2020, I think. Of 2020? I thought it was later than that. Mm-mm. December How are you so good with dates? Um, I have information. 
you're a brilliant pulled human up. being. I'm the really um, bad thinking of the dates. I just so, have stuff pulled up. Dude, Pantelio is such a special kryptonite, I think, for Oliver because he's so he's so solid in the places where Oliver excels. Right. Right. And and when and he was sorry, go ahead. If you look at Jordan Oliver's experience internationally, he oftentimes really struggles with the uh, Eastern European guys and Bajrang. Because Bajrang just wrestles like the Eastern European guys, like a really yeah. high-paced Iranian kind of. And those guys, like with really good underhook offense and a lot of forward pressure, give Jordan Oliver a lot of trouble. Because he likes space and he likes dropping out of ties like every Oklahoma State wrestler does. Yeah. And um, and so like deep underhooks and a lot of forward pressure, a sugar foot stance, all stuff that Pantelio has really counters him. And so I think it's just an awful style matchup. And Pantelio's really in the peak of his career. I think I think Jordan Oliver's, you know, closing in on about 30. There's yeah. a low weight. He's always struggled with weight. And with day before weigh-ins, obviously it doesn't really matter that much. But um I I still think they give the nod to Pantelio here. Yeah, I agree. And especially, you know, like I was saying, Pantelio excels in those those places that or I guess like defensively where Jordan is, you know, relies on his offense. I mean, like Jordan has this great like backstep double, you know, like dropping, like you said, dropping from ties straight into it. Like Pantelio can, I like we saw in their match, like Pantelio gets really low and he eats those with his face. And right, he's like, he does. instantly can transition. It to looks his, like uh, you did too. Attacks from there. Sorry, say. It looks like you ate one to your nose right there. You did. You got to do what you got to do sometimes. Good head head. Um, yeah, man. I'm stoked for that match. Um, I'm picking Alec Pantelio here as well. So, um, you go ahead, Sam. Where do you want to take it next? Uh, Zane James Green. Zane versus James Green. Did we not talk about Martin versus Hall yet? Uh, I thought you already did. We can go back well, to that one. I never got your pick. I okay, Mark, uh, Hall. Mark Hall. Okay, swag. All right. He beat him at the, uh, at the Pelican, didn't he? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know if they had wrestled or not. I know that Martin competed at trials and Hall did they not. They wrestled last year. I know that Martin competed at trials and Hall did not because Hall lost to Nate Jackson at a la- last chance. Um, so he pinned him. Mark Hall pinned him. Yeah, I do remember that. I do. Yeah. Double leg, awesome. classic double leg Peterson. Yeah, it was nutty. It was that one was that one was silly, bro. It was like yeah. Yeah, and he like squashed him. And, and I know you probably, he, like, I know you probably said it all, but um, Mark Hall training with Jordan Burrow is not not going to get much better. That is what I said as well. So I was just like, he's he's in a really good position right now. So okay, Zane Rutherford, James Green. I my first initial thought is like James Green is the king of seventy kilograms. Like he's this is where he's really. Super, super good. We saw these guys wrestle at 65. It was pretty much all Zane there. Um, but, you know, now they're, they're both moving up a weight class. The only reason I think, not the only reason, but a big reason I think I'm leaning towards Zane is because we saw Zane compete um, at 70 kilograms and looked like Zane. <laughs> you know, he looks great. Uh, just a little bit, 
a little bit stronger. Ramaz, Ramazanov, whoever. You're Ram- killing it, bro. Um, whoever that guy is. I, I think it's going to be hard for me not to pick Zane because I think stylistically it plays a lot more into Zane's uh, wheelhouse, especially Penn you know, State Homer. I'm I'm unbiased, bro. I'd pick I'd pick James Green if I thought he was gonna win. I just think yeah. it, it stylistically it plays into uh, Zane's wheelhouse, especially like the more he can get to his ties and stuff. And I I think also um, I'm becoming more Penn State biased. It's not good, Jude. Someone clip this for when he commits here in four years. <laughs> four years. That's a long time away, isn't it? it it'll fly by. It'll be like that. Um, I don't think so. So, I think that, uh, yeah, I, it's it's hard for me to pick against Zane because I, I, I think he's gonna do really well. You're picking Zane? Yes. I'll pick James Green for the fun of it, because I'm really, really even here, and I'm not gonna let any Pennsylvania bias sway me. So I'm going James Green. Okay, good. I like it. And then now we're going to Sarah Hilda Rand. Last match. Well, last. Undercard match. Sarah Hildebrandt versus Ronna Gross. Dude, it's got to be Sarah. Terribly, terribly sorry, but this one won't be close. It's I. It's, it's gonna be a tech fall with a leg lace. It's gonna be yeah. It's no. It's it. <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting to me that this is a. I'm saying the this respectfully. The only like, husband wife. In a card, well, I know, like, but just like, like, why, like, as a in terms of like a more like marquee matchup, it I, it seems to me like Sarah is the the large favorite here. Like, it's like the disparity is pretty great. Yeah, she's number one in the world. I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, why for a marquee matchup then? I have no clue. I feel like I could pick a lot more. Like, especially as far as girls matchups go. Yeah. Um, I mean the blades one. I'd say you switch those two out. Yeah. B- blades and Francis. Those are two two really really high level wrestlers. Maybe maybe because Blades isn't as a comp like established on the senior level yet. I mean, like, she has Gross. I don't know. I'm I I'm just pretty close. Yeah. Um, I think the idea here is because both girls are Rudis sponsored. Rana is too. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Well, and then, but then why not? Never mind. Maybe I'm just overthinking it, but you'd figure like Colin Moore, who's a rudest athlete, or. That's a um, men's match. I'm just saying, like, make it, maybe make that one more marked. I'm, I'm telling you, that's why. It's because they already got a, a, a men's match as, as or, uh, yeah, men's freestyle match as the main event. So they're going to have women's freestyles that's good well they should um yeah but we're both picking sarah and that gives us a little bit more time to talk about the marquee matchup kyle steiner versus jaden cox i can't believe i'm saying that like after all these years it's actually going to happen yeah fingers crossed (laughs) you want to know something weird lay it on me okay uh there was talk of of jaden cox going up in 2019 I would have totally picked Kyle Snyder like that. 2020 yeah. Olympic trials come around and and uh, Cox is bumping up 
I was like, all right, there's no doubt. Cox is winning. Like my mind had changed after 2019 Worlds. I was like, Cox will dominate this match. Then they get canceled. 2021 trials rolls around. They're in the same weight. And I still said Cox would win, but I was not quite as sure because I'd seen him perform kind of badly on some cards and stuff. Well, he missed weight since then. Um, I like my mind has gone completely 360, 180, that is. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I'm 100% sure Snyder's winning two straight. Really? I yeah. know, I know you're a fan of like if you're going to pick someone, you got to pick him in two straight. <sighs> yeah, there are rare cases where it goes otherwise. So I don't even know why. I feel like I've said I've given an example of why you would pick something else, but I can't think of one. Um, I I th- actually I think a reason for that would be like maybe like big move potential or something. Remember when like Jason Nolf went three matches with Imar, even though Imar kind of kind of blanked him in two matches in the last one he caught him. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I mean, where do we start? Like these guys have wrestled how many times during they wrestled this? So much. I actually it I can pull up their Fargo, history. Right? Um, let me let me pull up their history. I have it saved here. Bear with me. They wrestled at Fargo. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, I, I believe the story there is they re- met at the semifinals in both Greco and freestyle, and then the winner of each went on to win the entire event. Mm-hmm. And they traded. Um, I think there shouldn't be a best way of three. It should be Greco and Freestyle and Folk Style. <laughs> they should. That's, you're right. That's what they should have done. No, okay. That was a joke. So, freestyle NCAA's... is the only style that should ever be competed in a sport. What? Freestyle. Get rid of the other two. I'll take. Um, NCAA semifinals in 2015, Snyder wins 3-2. to two. 2015, U.S. Open, Snyder wins 4-3. to three. 2016, oh, they both were at Rio. Uh, Snyder winning the gold and Cox winning the bronze. Uh, and then between 2017 and 2019, they wrestled. They were uh, Kyle, Kyle Snyder was gold, bronze, silver at world championships. Cox was bronze, gold, gold. Um, and then at Tokyo, obviously, you know, due to a weight error, they, they were not able to compete. So, yeah. PR, and Snyder went on and got silver. And Cox sat at home. Yeah. And it was. <laughs> It's kind of a harsh way to put it, but yes, that is Sorry. what happened. Do you remember when David Taylor tweeted about Jaden Cox like choking in the semis at, at Worlds or Olympics or something one year? No, uh, I do not. It's 2017. It was really bad. There was like this big ordeal where, where Jaden Cox lost in the semis and David Taylor tweeted like, come on, bro, you get this opportunity and you squander it. Vaguely, I do vaguely remember that. I don't know why are you bringing that up now, but yeah. Because I, I, j- I just was thinking about Cox's history, and I said something about him sitting at home, and it made me think of David Taylor sitting at home. And hey, let's get this back on track, okay? Um, we are on track. We're talking about Jaden Cox's history. Here's why I think Kyle Snyder is going to win. Okay. In addition to uh, continually competing mm-hmm. over over recent months. I think I wrote I wrote down my notes because I was anticipating a fight. <laughs> um so so Kyle has a really high pace and he wrestles um he like pushes for offense continually through his matches. What he wrestled at the Asardogu, right? And and like pretty pretty much throughout the entire of his entirety of his matches, he was looking for scores. 
um, which we can't say about Cox. Cox does not always uh, fulfill that. I mean, he has close matches with guys like Nate Jackson, for example. Um, The other reason I think Snyder is going to be good here is because he has really clean finishes. When he gets to a leg, he gets up and through his opponents, you know, taking away a lot of scramble opportunity. I really think the only athlete kind of uh, bar Sajulayev that we've seen shock um, shock Snyder was Mohamedian. Mohamedian. Yeah, and that was that was like so jarring because we never seen anyone do that to Snyder. Right. Um, How about that it's, who's the uh, who's the guy that beat him in the semis of worlds when he got bronze? It was um oh it was Sharifov. Sharifov, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just like, I don't know. I, I really have a lot of faith that Snyder can get it done here, especially like, obviously Cox is extremely talented. Um, you know, his shot defense is probably some of the best in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but I think that like, there's, I, I think there's almost no one else who can compete against, uh, you know, Cox as much as Snyder can in that category. Like his yeah. his ability to finish clean, I think, will make a huge difference here. Mm-hmm. I do too. Um, it's got to be a big hand fighting match for Snyder. Um, if they're hand fighting the whole time, I don't think Cox can go six minutes. That's an interesting thought. Maybe. It's an accurate I mean, thought. It's an accurate thought. It's I wonder if the sweat is going to play a. <laughs> Dude, you know. That's actually, I actually do want to touch on. I hope this mat is good. It's it's got to be like, it's gonna be Rudis card. It's gonna be a new mat, and you know we've had some issues with that on cards before. Yeah, and Jaden Cox and new mat combo could could be bad. <laughs> be ice skating competition out there. It could be an ice um, skating competition. Be straight hockey. Jeez. So, uh, but we're both picking Snyder. Yeah, and I'm picking him in three. I, oh why? I'm kidding. I don't pick matches in three. I will pick Snyder in two because I'm not right. a silly goose. I, do, I, I am too. Well, um, we did it, bro. I'm excited. 6.30 tomorrow night, Detroit, Michigan. If you're, at, if you're at NCAAs, like, why not go? Yeah, facts. Everyone who's there should just go to the, the other match first. Um, I'm jealous. Dude, I will not be at either of those competitions. Let's go to uh, St. Louis next year. Okay. I will be there. You'll see yeah, me there. Credentials. I will, which I will means we have to able... produce content. Uh, <laughs> so maybe we should just buy tickets. No, nah, that'd be crazy talk. And you'll be in college. 2025, 2025, it's in Philly. I'll see you there. I'll still be in high school. It'll be awesome. Okay. Yeah, I'll be a junior in high school. It's so weird. Why are you so young? I'm going to graduate in two months. <laughs> Well, you'll be wrestling in that, winning an NCAA title. Exactly. That's what that's better. what I'm going to do, man. I'm so excited for it. I'm excited for you. It ought to be fun. Um, yeah, I think they should have Matt Derlin and Ben Askren wrestle on this card to finish it off. <laughs> Mason Beckman Wait, I think we should Matt have Burroughs and uh, I think we should have Burroughs and Askren go again. Actually, let's have no. them do an MMA fight. Don't give, that would be don't give Askren don't give Askren attention. 
for something he doesn't deserve. Dude, that would be so interesting if they had an MMA fight. Ooh, Askren's too big. I don't want to see Jordan Burris lose. <laughs> um, yeah, they're dangerous, bro. I've got to be like the biggest Jordan Burris fan out there. Yeah. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up. Thank you guys. Wait, for are you are, are you a big uh, Jordan Burris fan now too or no? I, I like I like Jordan Burroughs a whole lot. No, I mean guy. more now because he's at UPenn. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm a fan of my my team, right? Right. Um, okay. And I've had the experience, like the the pleasure to hold, have conversations with him, and um, you know, he's a really great guy, and he he's fiercely supportive of his of his team and his family, and it's hard not to respect a guy like that. Um. So yeah, I agree. Jordan Burroughs fan. <laughs> um. But yeah, so Drew thank you guys for tuning in to another Home at Advantage Wrestling Podcast live. Ooh, live stream. Uh, thanks yeah, for bearing with stream. us through all the highs and the lows of the stream. You know, it's been a while. I've been It's been three months since we last recorded a podcast. And that one was like no technology. We just sat down in the studio and talked. We, uh, dude, I did like doing the stew, though. I feel like if we were, if we lived closer together and we could like do that, more often it would be we just meet for at us his to house. Record. what yeah we just meet at his house yeah it would, be, it would be so Dubin. easy like like we I just get to see him this weekend i think are you going to yeah keystone states he was at uh he was at piedablaze and he'll yeah he should be there at keystones yeah sweet i'm excited okay. um i get to wrestle at the state tournament again because pennsylvania they doubled up tournaments. so yeah i'm excited um, okay. I'm it, bro. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening. Until next thank, time, hopefully. Thank you, Rudis, for putting time. on this awesome card. We appreciate you guys In like very much. Four months or so, we'll we'll do a podcast on like me going to world or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. See you guys.